0: Experts and others have been aware of monkeypox. Uh, it's something we learn about in medical school. But it's just because it's not very common in the United States, I think most people haven't heard that much about it.
1: Good Wednesday morning. I'm Sage Miller, and this is the Daily Buzz. There might be a new virus in town, and no, it's not another COVID 19 variant. Two potential cases of the monkeypox virus appeared in Utah County on Monday, according to health officials. Managing Editor Grant Burningham asked Dr. Shankar Swaminathan, the Division Chief of Infectious Disease at the University of Utah, our questions about the monkeypox virus and if the public should be concerned.
2: Dr. Shankar Swaminathan, thank you so much for joining us today. Let's just start with the big one. What is Monkeypox.
0: So it's a, it's a viral infection that is similar to smallpox. It causes an illness with fever and a very characteristic rash that resembles that of smallpox, where you get these vesicles, which are small blister-like lesions, and then those evolve to become like pustules, and they can be painful, and they can leave scars when they're all done.
2: So we got the news that there were confirmed monkeypox cases, or I guess probable monkeypox cases in Utah on Monday. We're all living through a pandemic right now. Is this another pandemic we need to worry about?
0: It's not a pandemic because it doesn't have sustained transmission throughout the world. I I think it's very different in a lot of ways. So that the potential for widespread and rapid transmission is nothing like that of an Real true airborne illness like influenza or COVID 19, because um, while it can be spread through respiratory means, you know, droplets, it doesn't really spread in fine aerosols, which can linger in rooms, can spread far. So, monkeypox doesn't transmit that way that we know of and hasn't in the past. So, you need to be close, have close contact with somebody with transmission by droplets from their speaking or coughing or sneezing uh, or contact with material from their lesions. So that can be spread by bed clothes, as you may have heard, or by close contact with that person.
2: How long has monkeypox been a disease and why are we just hearing about it now?
0: I think it was first described in 58 or so. It in 1958.
2: 1958,
0: yes. We've known about it. It's been present in the Congo. So infectious disease experts and others have been aware of monkeypox. Uh, it's something we learn about in medical school. But it's just because it's not very common in the United States, I think most people haven't heard that much about it. But we've had small outbreaks in the U.S. in the past.
2: Is there any way to tell whether this will be a large outbreak or a small outbreak, either locally or on a a global scale?
0: You know, we've been wrong about all kinds of things with COVID, been proven to be subsequently wrong. But based on what we know, it should have limited transmission, because like I said, it requires fairly close contact. Now, there may have been groups of people who have been having sex or having other intimate contact where it's spreading rapidly within a group that has a lot of interpersonal contacts. But because that kind of contact doesn't occur uh, over large populations, we're unlikely to have the kind of super spreader events that you could see with COVID where a whole choir or a whole large convention could get infected at the same time.
2: Is there any danger that this can kill you or any other (laughs) long-term effects from having monkeypox?
0: Yeah, so the mortality rate has been anywhere from 1% to about 10%, and it may depend on the strain. Uh, One strain is thought to have that higher death rate, but 1% is still obviously very significant. But we do have the vaccine, if given early after exposure or within a couple of days of developing symptoms, can either alleviate or really prevent the disease and will prevent bad outcomes. We have Vaccine available because the government has stockpiled these vaccines in case there were ever a bioterror attack with smallpox. One of the vaccines is safe to give to even immunocompromised people. And there's also a very recently approved antiviral drug, which should be active against monkeypox as well as smallpox.
2: So is it the same vaccine, smallpox and monkeypox, same vaccine?
0: That's right. The vaccine for smallpox is based on. in fact, that's where the word comes from is vaccinia virus, which causes cowpox. You know, Jenner noted that milkmaids didn't get smallpox. So he inoculated people with the virus that causes cowpox, which is a related virus, but provides protection against smallpox, which is much more legal. Fascinating.
2: Okay, I've got one last question for you, doctor, and I'm going to throw this out of left field here. Are you wearing a mask for COVID when you go out in public right now? As a vaccinated adult, I feel like I've never been more confused as to what I should be doing.
0: Your decision as to what protective measures you take depend on two or three main factors. Okay. One is what is the activity that you're going to be engaging in? Is it a high risk activity? If you're going to be In a small room with poor ventilation, in a meeting with 10 other people who are all not wearing masks for all afternoon, if one person in there has it, you have a high risk of getting infected. On the other hand, if you're taking a walk outside with your friend who's also vaccinated and boosted, then I don't think there's very much of a risk at all compared to the previous scenario. So one is what's the risk of activity and the location? The second is what is your risk? Are you a high-risk individual? Now, you know, you're young and, you know, if you're healthy, then, you know, your risk, even if you do get infected, if you're already vaccinated and boosted, is pretty small of a bad outcome. The third thing is, who do you live with? Do you live with an elderly person? Do you live with somebody on chemotherapy? Do you live with a very small child who can't be vaccinated? Because if so, you might get infected and pass it on to them. That could be bad for them. Now you asked, what do I do? Whenever I go into a place where there's a lot of people and nobody's wearing a mask around here, I'm wearing a mask and I'm wearing my N95 mask just like I wear in the hospital, okay? Because I'm older and I come in contact with leukemia patients, with transplant patients. So I don't wanna take any chances that I'm gonna unwittingly infect one of them. So it all depends on your situation.
1: By the time this podcast was recorded, the CDC has not yet confirmed the two suspected monkeypox cases in Utah. Next, if you're a parent of an infant, you've probably noticed the empty shelves where the baby formula should be. Women's issue reporter Becky Jacobs gives an update on what the state is doing to rectify the ongoing shortage.
2: I'm Becky Jacobs for the Salt Lake Tribune. Baby formula is still hard to find due to a national shortage. Intermountain Healthcare and University of Utah Health said they've had enough supplies for what they need, and they're helping parents with the uncertainty right now. Utah's WIC program vendor coordinators said there should be ready-to-feed formulas in our grocery stores very soon, and a child care provider told the Tribune that she's shipping formula from Germany to her staff in Weber County because they're having trouble finding what they need on store shelves.
1: Continue to check the Tribune for the latest coverage on this issue. And that's it for today. If you like the Daily Buzz, you can support the podcast and the Salt Lake Tribune by subscribing to the newspaper. Right now, the Tribune has a Memorial Day discount. You can get the paper for $7.99 for six months. Find out more at sltrib.com slash support. And for the last time, thank you to Joel Cardenas for editing today's podcast. Thank you for all the time and effort you spent putting together the daily buzz from the very start. You will sorely be missed here at the Tribune. Good luck on your new adventure. Thanks for joining us and we'll be back tomorrow to bring you the biggest local headlines of the day.